0: Hello everyone, this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Elite Bitcoin Holder Show. Today we're going to explore when I was back in Las Vegas in February at Tone Base's Unconfiscatable event. The great Thomas Hunt was interviewing me. Jimmy Song was on. He was talking a lot. There were some other people. It was a fun time. We could all meet in person and shake hands back then. Oh, what a time it was in Las Vegas. And we're talking about Fake Toshi, McAfee at first. Uh, we're talking about the Stammy Awards that would come later that night. So you can't see the pictures that Thomas is holding up, but this is who we're talking about. Anyway, enjoy yourselves. Pound that like button. See you.
1: We're joined by Adam Meister. How's it going? Hi, Adam. Hey, dude. It's awesome to be here. Wow. We're talking about uh the lifetime scam Oh yeah, yeah. This is a and great a, question. A Dan uh you could go with John McAfee.
2: <laughs> He's uh, horrible. With
1: uh Craig Wright, the alleged to Satoshi. Or you could okay. go with Jed from Ripple and
0: All right, so obviously Speller, we're gonna nar- yeah, we're gonna we're gonna narrow it down here. Um obviously
1: this guy runs a cult, so all right, so we're gonna let Sarah and Tatiana leave. You guys Stop have it. to come Thanks back, Sasha. And us. you have to bring back someone else too, okay? Much,
2: too. Right, bring back more guys. people. And
1: you, the more people, there you go. Careful, lots of cables, very dangerous. All right. They're going to make it. All
2: right. Scoot over. All right so how do you
1: get your own microphone? Right. Now. It's, it's sausage, sausage best. It's yeah. sausage, as you read my We're mind. We're back to the normal Bitcoin conference uh, here. Everyone at home has stopped commenting on things so that's okay but this is important it's really important to talk about this guy though because still
0: i I get, i still get no no i still get questions about this guy like oh he said he's making this bold prediction i'm like why is anyone listening to this guy he is crazy he literally makes no sense and what did this man do in belize that's that's a legitimate question why can't he go back to belize why can't he go back to belize i I think I know why he can't put Google. What he he cares about dogs more than humans is is. Whoa. I mean that that's somebody, something that's out there. Somebody
1: watched the Netflix documentary I mean, Gringo, which is available on Netflix. But saying. again,
0: that anyone ever believes a word that this man and puts him on a pedestal, but that's the the weird. The mainstream crypto media loves big names like
1: this, so he knows how to get their attention. That's called an appeal to authority. Well, so his authority, only real scam is that he
3: promoted some altcoins before and like and he did it for
1: money right Coin like, of the day a yeah. hundred thousand dollars per day so he did it at least 10 times that's a million dollars to promote random coins
2: i mean
3: there are people that right. get paid a lot for that to random coins. sure but so yeah this was my pick this, all right like, right like, yeah, as far as Wright, effort Craig. put in he put in the most effort into his scam what we like about him is he didn't make anything. He just copies other
1: people things. Well you want
2: to get the lifetime scam reward because he backdates so much as well. So he's not just living in the now scam. He's like making <laughs> stuff all the way
1: back. Yeah, future, past. Yeah. But I,
2: got a qu- I got a
0: question for Jimmy about uh, this guy here. Do you think his uh, exit scam is going to be to get the BSV Satoshi coins? Yep. That, that'll be uh, programmed in there eventually. So
3: I think they will hard fork. And yeah. then he'll say, well, like I'm the sorry. courier didn't arrive or something let's just assign these coins to me and then he'll just live off of that yeah. for the rest of his life oh yeah it'll
0: be a huge uh, win and uh
3: and like i i think they're i like one of my friends well one of my friends thinks like this is gonna end up like heaven's gate style right like
0: there, there are people
3: that believe in this guy so much it's unbelievable i mean there, are uh, like i'm sure you've seen the ryan oh, wow. x charles video with the you know is so, he jesus wow. christ thing but like like there's a there's a serious like sort of brain disconnect when it comes to this guy that I like that astounds me that people can believe
2: some of the stuff that stuff.
0: No, but shouldn't give you like a broader perspective on how humanity thinks. There are always going to be a certain percentage of people who want to get behind a bold, talking,
3: strong man. I mean, that's I mean, attacking the human brain in some way. Uh, it's like they're they're basically. So he, he's figured out uh, from years of being a con man, certain, uh, certain ways to hook people. And then once you get a hook into them, it's like a parasite that lives in your brain and expands. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's the best way to, I think, uh, describe like what's happened to a lot of these people. I mean, De- Daniel was a, you know, pretty
1: rational guy. He was a the, big Bitcoin
2: supporter. Yeah, uh, yeah, Nakamoto that, Institute. Yeah,
1: articles stuff like that like he he's uh hyper bitcoinization i think was his word maybe I mean,
3: yeah yeah and all coins uh, are scam scam uh are, are are snake oil something like that sure, that that was a sure. classic yeah. article yeah. but like the way he talks about bsv and everything else is just like completely out there right and the way that bsv people talk about bsv is very much like a cult. Yes. so typically what happens uh when when somebody's in a cult is that they have sort of like what they talk to outsiders about and then what they talk to insiders about so the outside is sort of like the defense perimeter right yeah. it's like well we don't know that he's not satoshi right like that that's sort of like the defense that they give um but within it's it's talking about like these weird things that craig talks about about how you know like like you you really can't own databases or you know you can you can uh like he has a copyright or <laughs> or you know, like he's right because of these things. Like they don't necessarily defend any of that from the defense perimeter. Mm-hmm. Like usually the things that they talk to outsiders are about is well, you need bigger blocks because you need lots more transactions per second. And you know, you need to get rid of, you know, pay to script hash or something like that because it's not, it wasn't in the original client. So mm-hmm. stuff that's like more rational sounding to outsiders, but internally. Mm-hmm. It's getting completely off the rails, and that—that that to me is very worrisome because this is exactly what happens to cults, like you know Jim Jones Jim or whatever. Jones? Yeah, like where where yeah, people end up actually like killing themselves and stuff. You
1: know, it's uh, like, well, and worst, their, be their money's rude. on the line. They probably put all their money in this. Uh-huh. They've seen it lose. They've seen it go up recently. Yeah. Uh, they're well in. Yeah. It's
2: very difficult to admit you've been scammed. As well. So these, these and that's what he relies so on. Much, on, yeah. Yeah, they, they, just, on they can't turn back because they've the logic mm. you know, to get into that space. Well, and I
1: want to agree with what Jimmy said, that he had prior scam experience. Yeah. This guy's an organized, ready con man. It's not a shame or a bad thing to be fooled by him. He fools lots of people. That's what he does. That's his job. So when he rolls in here, he's already prepared with all these different levels of things.
3: Yeah. And uh, and a lot of people honestly came into the Bitcoin space in that same way, right? Like. There were, I mean, uh, the fact that they've gone to altcoins, I think, is a blessing in the right? Because they've all started their own ICO or token or marketing firm or something, right? Like where, where they're providing, like, uh, you know, rent seeking services to people for, for
1: lots of tokens or something like that. Well, uh, how about this? I've heard a theory that Roger here was really the Pied Piper and he intentionally led these bad people away from Bitcoin uh, so that he could later come back and be a hero. For ridding us oh, of all the snakes, that that'd be a nice story. Is that
0: a
3: nice story? Yeah. Nice yeah. would that could only ending. come from Roger? the mind of a a fiction writer yeah. that yeah. wants the story to be true. Come on, It'd on be Roger, a nice giving you a
1: chance here. Yeah. Yeah. An That's an
2: opening. That's We're bringing him back, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an, an, opening. Gives him an opening. He said, that yeah, this is what I was it doing.
1: Intended he could take pick it up and he could come back and be. I don't think so.
2: Well, I mean, so I if you just
1: wanted to insult me on Twitter so I can be a millionaire. Come on, Roger, make fun of me. Tell me I'm poor. <laughs> Any day now. Any day.
3: Yeah, and no, he's he's uh like if you've been paying attention to the IFP stuff on uh BCH, it's so clear that he's just been lying over and over, right? Like he he signs the agreement, he defends it for four days, and then all of a sudden he's like, I didn't sign the or I didn't mean to for to sign the agreement. No, that's what,
1: what, for the twelve and a half percent fee,
3: the miners'
1: reward kind now, of now it's down to five. Wait, but but yeah, here's the question though.
0: Do you agree with what he's what's coming out of his mouth now, saying he does not want a split? He'll do anything to prevent a split of Bcash. I think It's, too I, late. Think it's I believe it will split. It, it, mm-hmm. It's too far ahead. But I, I
3: do believe he is trying his hardest not to have it split because yeah, because it looks terrible for him. Yeah. He, he remembers what happened, yes, right? Like <laughs> I, like
1: he I, I, lose last time. Like
3: yeah. he, I mean, he he's gone through two splits now, and both times I think he kind of lost a lot. So. And his reputation keeps going down. The people, I mean, a lot of the pump in BSV was a lot of BCH people moving because they were like, what the hell? Like, uh, you know, he's not doing any of this stuff. And, he, uh, and they didn't like his dishonesty. So, uh, in a sense, like his brand keeps getting tarnished and he's trying to recover whatever is left among the people that actually still respect him. So, I, in a sense, uh, he's burning bridges like crazy. Um, I mean, like it's kind of like trying to marry a divorced person at this point, right? Like it's like you've been divorced twice already. Do I do I do I marry a twice divorced person? And they I'm got like, kids yeah. and this family, yeah. and that and family, like, and this deal. You have a history deal. of not keeping yeah. your marriage promise or contract, and you got sued for divorce as a result. Like, do you really want, like, you know, that's kind of the situation a lot of BCHers kind of aren't in now. It's like, do I really want to keep going with this guy? And um, yeah, I mean,
2: so would, guy, you, I, would you welcome Roger back? No. no. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh. Well,
3: it's not, so, after, I don't know. It depends on what he says, he's right? A, he's like, a nice guy. He's a nice well, enough
2: guy. You know, I, I,
3: well, so uh, the thing that I uh, I realized about him is that um he he has, um he thinks of himself as having been more influential in Bitcoin than he actually was. And, you know, one of the things that he said in our debate on the cruise was, you know, I made Bitcoin what it is today Whoa. and I will make Bitcoin Cash uh, that, or I, I, and I will do the same for Bitcoin Cash. He, he he genuinely believes that the reason Bitcoin has value is because of all the marketing work that he did in 2012, 2013, 2014. And um, and that's like I don't and I don't think that belief ever goes away from him because like that's kind of the person he is. I I don't know. Maybe maybe something happens where that changes. But like that, that's his view is that he's the important part of whatever project, and any project that has him will succeed because of him.
1: I think once you believe something like that, you can't let it go. It's a core yeah. part of his belief in his existence. Oh, of his identity, yeah. yeah. I mean, really, the rest of us, I just think Bitcoin's this great product, and we all jumped on. You know, you mm-hmm. programming, me doing mm-hmm. videos, you doing videos, you rapping, every, all these things. Bitcoin's just a great project. It doesn't matter if we did what we did. Bitcoin mm-hmm. would go great because it's a great project, but every little bit helps. Everyone does help. Roger mm-hmm. definitely helped. Oh, going yeah. to those meetings, talking to people, the whole Eric Voorhees describing him as Bitcoin Jesus because he was surrounded by the children and he was teaching the Bitcoin. It's a beautiful image, this backyard barbecue and all the young people around Roger, and that was great and that's a great idea. But yeah, that wasn't really the fuel. It's a great product. It's
2: people are going to buy it anyway. Kind of a mean, bit more bang bang child catcher than Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, he, he he. to me like
3: so when you have that sort of the me- mentality, it, it's like you said, very hard to let it let go of that identity. And the question is, would he be would he ever be willing to give up that identity and come back to Bitcoin? I don't know. I like I, I've seen a lot of people like that. Right. Like uh, there's a story I always tell about uh, the Amway woman. Right. Like there's a there's a woman that I read about. That have been doing Amway for forty years. Okay, Amway for forty years. Yeah, she didn't make
1: Scientology at that.
3: Yeah, point. yeah, yeah. I mean, she literally didn't make any money off of it. But she, she believed in Whoa. everything about Amway. That was a part of our identity. She couldn't give it up. Most people that do Amway, they quit within a couple of years because they realize it's it's a pyramid scheme of some kind or MLM or whatever, and they go, okay, well, I'm not making money money off of this. And all I'm doing is paying out to these other people that are actually making money. Uh, so in, in a sense, like when you had that into, embedded into your identity, it, it doesn't like it's very hard to let it go. So I mean, that's the position that I think a lot of honestly, big cashers are in a lot of BSV people. in. the only thing that will slap them back into reality is losing lots of money.
1: There's two ways. There's winning and losing. Yeah. What they really want is a win. If they uh-huh. could just have a Pyrrhic victory and say, hey, we did it for the transactions or we did it for the block size. It's bigger now so we can claim victory and go back to work. Uh-huh. That would be great. But that's not going to happen. Well- There's never going be any victories for them to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Sadly, I think it's going. I I gone.
0: disagree though with there they keep on getting BSV kept on they keep on feeding him these little victories. Like oh now that's, it's the that's three what you need. and and, and that's those. what Calvin's job is, I guess, uh, is is to keep on fe- I guess he's the one manipulating. He the likes price. all kinds of little things.
1: Oh, oh! oh it's so easy. It's but like no, they keep on it, it
0: gives them this hope when they see these BSV pumps. They they don't care about what's causing the pump. Like, oh, you see this? It's about to turn. He's about he's about to sell. He's about to sell his a million uh, Bitcoin that he really sure. has. It's oh, a, yeah, yeah. So they do keep on getting these little prods and little uh, reassurances. So they're, Bcash doesn't give that out anymore, which is. Uh, well, that's they're real. I mean, they're not they're not trying to fake it, uh what they're doing. They don't they don't have someone manipulating it behind. Well, I mean, the they,
3: they do do that. It's it's usually in the payments realm. Oh, look at all these Australian people in this one tiny. Oh, yes, town yes, that, like that event
0: in Northern Australia. Yeah, yeah. and that, uh, that, that that's epic. always
3: been sort of like Roger's hook, oh look at how many merchants are accepting it and stuff like that. It doesn't really understand the economics of it. Well, it's always
1: been a chicken and egg. You can have lots of merchants, but if no one's spending any money. Well, so I mean so. the
3: thing is you you have to understand the quality of the merchant. It's if they're just taking your money and converting it to dollars you just sold some bitcoin that's it's all you've done that's it so um in a, in a sense like he he's uh he's like fixated on that narrative too because that too is a large part of his identity i mean like uh there was someone that was telling me like he used to go out to dinner with Roger back in like 2013 2014 every single time he would be like do you take bitcoin <laughs> yeah, right like yeah. that that was his thing was sure. getting merchants to adopt it and that was I think how he thought he was contributing value to Bitcoin was by getting merchants to adopt it. When all evidence says that that doesn't matter, right? Like, in fact, a lot of merchants stopped taking Bitcoin and Bitcoin yes. price went up.
1: Um, um, the, the best result I always thought on that was at the Bitcoin Bowl. BitPay did what I always said. They went door to door with teams of people uh-huh. and they got these businesses to all take Bitcoin. Then they never came back. They didn't say, oh, Monday night's pizza night. We're going there. Tuesday night, we're going to the cafe. I mean, everyone, call up your friends. We need to be using this (laughs) at the cafe. They need to, because otherwise the tablet gathers dust. The employee who's trained works somewhere else. And then pretty soon, the only Bitcoin they take is that sticker on the door. They're on the coin map, but you can't actually use it there. And that's the, the sad story of merchant adoption done right by pros, you know, all the resources, finances you can need if there's not demand for people to use it, it doesn't matter if you're accepting it. It's economics,
3: right? Yeah. And, and that, that was the tragedy of that whole, like, and this is why BitPay like is on the Bitcoin cash bandwagon is because it makes them like, uh, it makes them important in that thing. Right. Like, I think Roger realized at some point, like, okay, if this is the way Bitcoin's going to go, I'm not, like, at least emotionally, I'm not going to be very important in this community.
1: And, uh... And again, you work. could just take your massive retirement fund and go sit on the beach and have a nice time what? or show up conferences but, and be But loved. it's important I mean, for him to be important, right? Yeah, right yeah,
0: now. it's yeah. more than what He already got all the money that he wanted. He wanted something more, so he had to That's have it. his way That's no matter what. And he got his way, and we'll and see how it goes. Bitcoin,
2: Jesus, they, they, Jesus, there's only one. And so, Roger mm-hmm. Birk, needs to be, yeah.
1: he to be yeah. maybe, maybe he felt he had to go through the entire kind of life cycle of the Jesus of being accepted and rejected and crucified <laughs> and <laughs> so forth. Whole new I mean, biblical he, level there, well, man. He, I mean, yeah. they call him Judas now. I mean, all the all the words are on the table. Do you, you know think
3: that,
0: that he really believed this guy was Satoshi? Do you yeah. think he really believed that? Well,
1: so I, his, I, his, I,
3: his mental thing is he'll I, believe what he needs to believe okay, to be you. who he wants to be that's beautiful right that's and and, uh, and he, he believed that craig was satoshi because it was convenient right for a lot good of point. those people like uh rationality is a tool or it, it's Dude. a lot of people that are political are the same yeah. way right like as soon as they hear an issue they're waiting to figure out which side their candidate is on so they could go defend it yeah. it's not about thinking through things rationally and that's exactly like you know he ran for office at one point right like this was is young yeah it, there, there are people that think this way they tend to become politicians for that reason because uh, they could defend whatever argument that they're whatever side that they need to in order to do that and they don't really have uh sort of like real belief per se it's he he believed that so uh,
1: because Craig was it helped him was, it was it, it was convenient yeah. exactly well if we're going to psychoanalyze roger Vere. Going back to that initial case, what I understand is that he had a business selling fireworks. Uh That's fine. You're selling fireworks, firecrackers. There's lots of rules, right? But he was storing the fireworks in his apartment. Uh And his apartment was connected to other people's apartments. So if his fireworks from his business exploded, it would kill other people. Uh So the government comes in and they say, no, you can't store fireworks in your house. This is illegal. He gets in a fight and he has to go to jail for that. And from then on, he's mad and angry against the government. But really, it's about he kind of violated the non-aggression principles by having lots of fireworks in your house. You make other people unsafe. That's not fair. Like He should have had a whole private separate residence where the explosion wouldn't have damaged anyone. Or followed the fireworks selling rules and guidelines or whatever. That's what I'm, that's my basic understanding. Yeah, he, he's uh
3: what he's what I would call not like a true libertarian, like arriving at that from sort of rational level. Mm. He he arrived at that from a more emotional a level, crisis. like you said. Yes, right because he yeah. got screwed over by the government. Now this is the ideology that I believe that that justifies my being angry at it them. It does, and he's and, very
1: angry. It's a very part of that. Maybe yeah. Bitcoin didn't make him angry anymore. We mm-hmm. were too successful and too happy, <laughs> and he's like, I need something new to aggravate me. I need an enemy. So
2: if Rod, if Roger, you know, maybe his emotion led mm-hmm. him to the belief. Let me believe about Craig White being stationed. Mm-hmm. What about John Matonis and, uh, and Gavin Anderson? I, I, I there was, was a that,
3: that, trick. That take, there was some trick there, wasn't there? The, he he was the the shot thing. Say, I think was what. So he did one round of shot and then sou, signed it, and that that was basically from like one of the early blocks or something like. That. Which uh, which Gavin, I, I don't think he checked as he should have, and if you know about um, Gavin. <clears throat> You actually know that he's not that great a coder and actually kind of sloppy, much like Jeff Garzik and Mike Kerr. So um, I am not surprised that he got fooled in that way because he probably wasn't like, you know, rigorous in his checking that he should have been.
1: It didn't sound like the the laptop was absolutely factory new. Mm -hmm. And it also didn't sound like the Wi-Fi network was absolutely trusted. Uh So there's like multiple places where you could have just inserted a man in the middle computer that gives you the results you need to prove whatever you need I to prove. Read,
2: it, I mean. I read it was like, instead of calling the function signature, he called a variable, which was dollar signature, which he already had three programs in. Uh, there you go. Yeah, I mean, uh,
0: uh, again, thing, the, the guy change, is like
3: so committed good. to scamming, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but but that, that, that's how I, how I would explain him. John Mentonis also seems kind of like a political guy, right? He was with uh, Bitcoin Foundation very early and stuff. And uh, a lot of political types, again, have that sort of mentality where rationality is a tool to justify what they want to believe and not a way to discover truth. Right. And that uh, and that that's a that's not a
1: good way to live. Right. Well, like that, that it, it, it makes history be, and yeah. science. If you seek to fulfill your hypothesis or you seek to write your history book a certain way, Mm -hmm. you'll ignore the evidence or you'll weigh it differently because of your pre-chosen belief. And that's Mm -hmm. what good disciplines teach you not to do. They teach you to go out and explore and the results are the results. And you got to, you know, even if it ruins your theory, you got to put the true results. And and that's, that's integrity. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's,
3: it's a virtue for a reason. And it's, it's one of those things where um, if you don't have it, you really can't trust anything that comes out of that person's mouth because they will defend anything, mm-hmm. right? Like they'll they'll say anything they'll uh, in order to get you to believe it. And this is why people don't trust salesmen mm-hmm. because they are often like that and they they'll use any tactic in order to get you to believe whatever it is that it, they, you don't know what what it is that. Uh, what, and, and
1: you can't trust their information.
3: Yeah, so I, John Matonis, I think, definitely falls that's in that question. Same category. People
1: are
0: saying stuff there. Conviction, people have conviction. Pound that like button. There all right. Go. Well, this is. Okay. 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 We, so they, yeah, people the, can ask the, questions the, there. Yeah. yeah. Do do, do a chat, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go over more yeah. of the which awards were covered so far. Right. I
2: think we've done these. We've done, that one as well. we've done these. So it's, 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 oh, have didn't. We didn't. This is, no, what, this
3: is Scammer of the Year. This one's oh, it's of the different. year. Oh, of the year. Wright is also a nominated. Lifetime versus of the year. I okay, know so who
0: should win of the year. It shouldn't be him. This is Lifetime. Okay, so we it, uh, got Craig Wright. We talks about him a lot. Let's, let's let, I, I don't, don't know so who that one is. Um, Someone oh, that God. both of us have had, had on our show before.
2: Oh, no, 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 yeah, no, no, the fake Satoshi guy.
0: Hang on. Let's talk about this guy. Because he's been on both our shows before in the past.
1: And the final one is Just Justin son, son from Tron. This is a really tough category. Scammer no, no, of the easy. year. You want to talk about Richard Hart from Hex. Well, he has to win. It, 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 it,
0: he said the biggest thing of the of the last year. So That's out. What, what now, scam did they do? I mean, he made up uh, his own coin that he was right. going to give away for free. Okay. But then at the same time, he was selling it for Ethereum, to people. So I say the people scam themselves that gave him Ethereum. Okay. But you could have gotten the thing for free. But it's, it's it's a ridiculous it's a ridiculous well, project.
1: They also scam themselves if they had low information on Richard Hart. He's been around yeah, the community exactly. for a long time. A lot of people, I think, knew that he's allegedly Richard Schuler, the scam king, and that he used to send out lots of spam mail back in the '90s, and that's how he made his money, essentially scamming people, selling them fake products through spam, which he thought was fine. Which again, from a libertarian perspective, sometimes. You know, you can take advantage of people and victims and it's their fault for being suckers. So, in a lot of ways, he made a lot of sucker money once. Then he came into this hex thing and it seems like he oh, made a lot great. of sucker he's money great again. What's like, right, like I, I want to uh, point
0: out something with him yeah. about, you know, people not having enough information on him. Right.
1: Now, a, a personal
0: responsibility is a new counterculture. Okay, people, you got to find out on your own. But there were a lot of people in our space that have shows, uh, they have podcasts. That they knew exactly what he is, and they let him on the show again to talk about this stuff. Now we had him on Astro's long ago, sure. before he was into this. It yeah. was we didn't know all that stuff. He was he loved Bitcoin. It was great, whatever. But a lot of time has passed since then. He has exposed himself many many times yet, and then he starts talking about this thing, and everybody, and everybody's got to have him on, on their darn show. It's a making mistake. A scene. Yeah. and it was it was so illegitimate. Well, a it lot was, of
1: people are chasing the views. They yeah, want exactly. to get a lot of views, a lot exactly. of controversy. But if you're into marketing stuff. he's, great at, him up, he's, great, he's at great at talking. A lot of these, just by being in the conversation, him and, say, Giacomo, him and McCormick or whatever, yeah. by being in the conversation, they elevate Richard Hart. Exactly. He's a great talker. A lot great. of times he kicks their butt rhetorically, Yep. even if he doesn't have the facts on his side. Exactly. He lies, and um, just by being in the conversation, I think he wins.
2: So, yeah. yeah by exactly. By between, you know, shutting down the platform and getting someone to speak because you you want them to trip up on themselves and for other people to see where I was telling
1: Now well, that's uh, based on the optimistic idea that people will actually change their mind if you give them evidence. No, that's sadly that if they're just rooting team hex or whatever, they could watch the same video and see the same slip-ups but see him as talented for dealing with a tough situation. Yeah, so, I mean,
3: th- those were akin to political debates, right? It, 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 it doesn't do anything to change anyone's mind. The thing that I would like to point out about why he should win scammer of the year is that he ran a super long con, right? It's it's a four-year con, something like that. Even longer than EOS. Yeah, I mean, saying. it's a, it's a very, it, and it took a long time for him to set this up. He had, Like he came on uh, your shows and, and things like that early as a way to get credibility and then draw viewers to his channel. And then he grew that audience for a long time. And then finally, it culminated in Hex. Um, it's and, beautiful. It's yeah, like a, yeah, a beautiful well, I mean, scam, right? That's I, I don't know I, if admire. I would say it's beautiful. Like a, it just a, took a, a lot of dedication. It's like
1: a pyramid. It has all these pieces. They fit together. Yeah, Only and, a genius could build something.
3: Well, like well so again, it's, it's, uh, this is the sad tragedy of a, a lot of these scammers is that you know, they put so much effort, time, and money into scamming that if they put into any productive endeavor, we'd all be much better off. But instead, they'd rather take money through violence. And, like and through, through, uh, through trickery, through scamming, through fraud. And, and that to me is the real tragedy is that, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're essentially trying to steal money from other people instead of creating value on their own. Well,
2: I suppose the thing is like, it, the, you know, stock market's a zero-sum game. Someone, mm-hmm. someone wins, someone loses all the time. And I suppose people justify it by being like, well, you know, at the end of the day, someone's always got to win and someone's got to lose, so they're like, I might. As well, well so just the, that,
3: that's a very static uh, sort of like socialist view of money, right? If somebody loses, someone has to win. The thing about like uh, economics is that if you're creating a new good or product, right, you're you're always adding to civilization in some way that if people want, if I, if I make a new widget, right? Like I, if I'm able to make a new phone for $5, right? Like that's as good as an iPhone that adds benefit to everyone, right? Cause people can buy it for a lot cheaper and it hurts Apple because now, now, now they can't sell it for a thousand dollars or whatever, but it, it, it adds value to everybody else. And on net, because the cost of iPhones have gone down now. Now people can use it for all sorts of other things and and make new products off of that or think of new use cases that they couldn't think of before. But, um, you know, when, when you scam or, you know, cause violence or take money from other people through taxes or inflation or outright theft or scamming or whatever, what you're doing is really kind of almost negative some because in the theft itself, you're 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 um, you caused, uh, you know, more uh, in order to prevent it. You caused people to spend more in order for security and all that stuff. Uh, you're, you're also, um, you know, like not putting in productive capacity. So you always grow the pie when you're creating goods and services, mm-hmm. but you're shrinking the pie slightly, at least uh, on net even, uh, as, as you scam and, and so on. So if,
1: if they had just done nothing, it would be neutral. But uh-huh. They're actually causing us to lose. Yeah. And I think this goes well towards the next scammer of the year, who it says right here, Jörg Molt, who is pretty interesting. He has kind of a mad Bitcoins-like hat on here. (laughs) And uh, as I recall, his main claim to fame is that he had a picture with Andreas Antonopoulos. And based on this picture, he was purporting himself as Satoshi, because only Satoshi could have a picture with Andreas Antonopoulos, as you know. I just am amazed that people can fall for this again, especially so so soon as they Satoshi. No, people believe that. People were asking me. He had a team of business people that worked with him that were collecting money and other things. Because naturally, if I told you I was working with the real Satoshi, you would want to invest in my company, right? Like right here, right now, $100,000 into my company. Um, And yeah, I'm flying around making speeches to promote the work of the real Satoshi. I mean, I work right with him. You know, okay. hand in hand.
0: This is a bigger question. Like, I get, we see these people popping up again and again, and people believe it every time. Why do people fall for this stuff? The same lies that are tied, o- told over to and believe. over again in this space. I get the same question. Oh, I heard this guy out of Europe now says he's a Satoshi. Is he the real? I'm like, come on, dude. You've heard this last year with the guy out of. Australia, I mean, it's the same thing over and over again. It's
1: a regional scam. You can run it. But but at the same… You just need someone that speaks another language.
0: And then they ask about what's the mining called the… No, not just the… Oh, God. No, 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 no. The special mining, the… Citadel? No, 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 no. That's going to change… Oh God! it's quantum, quantum mechanics. Quantum, quantum. quantum thank you, thank you. Yeah. I get the quantum question every month or so. Like, oh, I heard this because someone comes out with a new quantum article yeah. every yeah. every it month, and he freaks thing.
2: people out. They keep they falling like the for idea it. Of people
3: breaking Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yeah.
2: It's exciting. So, so, so there, there's it, always you know?
3: like a portion of the population that will put, fall for that because their their brains are hardwired a, a certain way where like they they want to at some level believe that they know something that other people and like it's a a psychological um so you're you're always going to have scammers like that other people you know i mean like rationality or critical thinking is just not that important to them and There, I mean, they don't teach it anymore people, either. Yeah. They don't
1: teach it in school. They don't train no, I, I Like philosophy
3: uh, and things like that are enormously practically useful. It, it's just, it's just like not really taught the right way anymore. And, uh, you know, oh, it's whatever your own truth is. Right. Like, and, uh, you know, I mean, we were, we were talking about religion earlier, but a lot of, a, a lot of what gets missing once you have sort of like the, um, sort of the default atheist sort of like morality that that is sort of like taken as the standard is that well you make your own truth right like beauty and truth don't exist so therefore like you you can believe whatever you want and this justifies people believing whatever they want to believe and like using rationality as a justification of what they want to believe instead of a tool to discover truth and those are very, very different ways to use your brain. One ends in tragedy. One ends in enlightenment.
1: So the ultimate postmodernism is this guy with his hat pretending to be Satoshi because he knows Andrew. Yeah,
3: it, it's only available in a, a society and civilization that uh, that doesn't think that there's rational truth. So
1: that's. Oh, we already talked we about Craig Wright more than enough. Oh, yeah. Enough, We've yeah. got the rational truth of him. Oh, that's interesting guy. This, guy. this is an interesting story. Justin Sun from Tron, nominated for Scammer of the Year. Um, Recently, Tron raised a lot of money. Then they bought the company BitTorrent, not Bram Cohen, the guy who invented BitTorrent. He doesn't like Tron at all. Says he mutes and blocks anyone that mentions it to him. Uh, Later on, Tron recently bought the company Steemit. Pretty interesting. I thought it was a decentralized blockchain company. Oh, we talked about that a little. But then there's a whole new ripple in Tron, to use a fun word uh where tron is leaving the ethereum being a token on ethereum and it's going to become a liquid token on bitcoin this has caused a lot of bitcoiners to suddenly start supporting tron at least on the face it seems like they're supporting tron but maybe it's it's just a big joke joke. and then we have to talk about whether or not that joke's funny so adam what do you think should we all uh, stop um supporting bitcoin and ethereum as we start supporting tron and again this is also, he successfully stole the name from the Disney company. I know. That's, this is a huge balls. like, if I thought I could steal a name Mickey Mouse, I would be naming my broadcasting Mickey Mouse tomorrow. Like, it's a great name recognition. It's a endless copyright. They expand the copyright. I think decades.
3: marijuana um, distributors also kind of steal names for that reason, right? Sure, like, sure like they have, like, I interesting can... names for, like strands of weed uh that's based on stuff that people actually well the the crazy part about
1: that is there's strands of weed now like the 311 the band Uh has a song called amber and Uh they sell a strain called amber yeah and it has the logo of the band on it and everything it's just bizarre the level of getting to it mike tyson having a ranch if you have the money you can go smoke with mike wow would be (laughs) both terrifying and (laughs) i just don't know mainly terrifying well well, let's let's talk Uh, about
0: this dude though so he's I like his new gimmick. It's like I'm buying distressed assets with the money that I'm printing out of thin air. That's pretty and, cool. And I think I, it's pretty. It is pretty cool. I'm not calling him a scam or anything like that. I think it's uh, it's it's innovative. It's getting a lot of people excited.
1: Um, that I also you know, like the thing where he takes pictures with social media influencers, and it's kind of like he buys them. He's like, you support my project now. You support my project now because he has the money to travel there and to get the picture. Which proves yeah. that they support him, right?
2: Was it, was it
3: him?
1: Yeah, yeah, he was with Warren, Warren, Buffett, Warren Buffett, but but Buffett. you asked it. Kobe
3: Bryant, I think. Oh, the rest in peace. That's it, legendary. It, if you
0: think it, the question is is the Tron thing a joke or not, or is is it a funny joke? So Udi basically started it. This Udi? Right. Udi, Udi it To trigger Ethereum people, Ethereum people don't like uh Tron apparently. So, if you say Tron is the best thing, Ethereum people get angry, and and then people just took it to a whole new level. So, it was funny at first, but I think it got, I think it got, I think it jumped the shark. I, see, think, the Tron thing now, on Twitter I think it's the funny,
1: funny shark. if Udi does it because I know he's kind of a troll, right? Oh, but yeah. then when I see Adam back taking a picture of the Tron guy, I started to wonder, like are they doing anything to get these liquid assets? Do they somehow benefit from their more assets on liquid? Is there like a reason? Well, so the, the reason behind like, I think
3: Tron on liquid, at least from a technical level, is that running these blockchains is actually very, very difficult. It's a huge IT cost for any exchange, right? So you could, you could run Tron, have the Tron token, and like uh, trade it that way. It's expensive, It's it's hard. You put it on Liquid and have the Tram Foundation back it. Now you don't have to run the blockchain anymore. You reduce the cost for those people. So that's ostensibly why he wants people like these altcoins and shitcoins on uh, on Liquid, so that it's actually easier for and like and make it very clear. Okay, it's a centralized shitcoin because there's a foundation backing it, obviously. But if you want like instant transfers, you don't have to. It reduces cost for all these exchanges
1: and stuff like that. It makes sense. Um, well, and I know you talked about this years ago mm-hmm. that when the Bcash fork happened, all the exchanges were forced to use their engineering resources at last minute yeah. to prepare for mm-hmm. this work, either offering it, not offering it, splitting it, not mm-hmm. splitting it, mm-hmm. putting a line on your page says, don't send Bitcoin cash to this That's address. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Even that alone, like yeah. engineering recesses were forced, forced spent. If yeah. you want to do marketing or something else, you can't do it. You have to do that. So yeah, yeah. Be so they, for them. Yeah.
3: yeah, I mean, I I think that's uh, probably the direction that he wants it to go in, and ultimately causing the demise of these. Because oh, it's just an asset that really has no pegging to anything in reality. It's just some blockchain is running somewhere and apparently has my money. But yeah, I like like it, it's it's to make it like more transparently a trading thingy. Than it already is, because like most people that own Tron just own it on an They they have no idea to
1: unlock the power of tokens.
2: Yeah. What's the utility meant to be? In? What's the, like, the purpose?
3: I think what it's supposed it to. It's it's supposed to be an Ethereum competitor. Yeah. You should be able to launch yeah, launch, coins. launch coins on it, and yeah. uh, I I think that's totally done over and done with. I, like no one's really launching coins. I've anymore. got a question about Ethereum for the uh-huh. for the panel here. Uh, it, because you said Tron
0: is an Ethereum competitor. There are a few different ones trying to be Ethereum. I, I think, and people disagree with me on this, I think Ethereum is the next Ethereum. I don't think anyone is going to be able to be the next Ethereum
3: uh, and and overtake it. And I think it's going to stick around too, even well, though so Ethereum it does its own thing. Ethereum isn't what Ethereum was, right? Like, so they, they, started as, they, they started out as Coda's law smart contract platform. Then yep. they pivoted to you know, a uh, platform to launch tokens. Then they pivoted yeah. to a uh, platform to launch like non-fungible assets or uh, like CryptoKitties and stuff like that. Then they, fun- uh, they pivoted to DeFi, DeFi and stuff like that. Yeah. Now they're pivoting again to store a value. So like in a sense, like wh- which Ethereum do you mean? Like, right? Like all of these platforms, I think, are trying to go after the ICO and non-fungible market. Um, is,
2: it just, is it not a pivot, but more an, an evolution of the, of the technology, like with the internet, like, you know, you first started off just for sending mail, but it's not that it's a pivot, but it's just another, app, another avenue that's
3: open? Uh, I mean, they spend a lot of marketing money on this stuff, right, from the Ethereum Foundation and stuff. So it, it's, uh, those two are not really distinguishable. Yeah, it could have done it, like, pretty early, too. But it's it's whatever seem it's kind of like what you were saying about like a little bit little small wins that you give to the community yeah. this this is their small win every time they pivot is oh look we're this now oh look we're this now we're, and look we're we're way more innovative than bitcoin because we're doing these complicated yeah, smart contracts s- that you can they set the trend of the month defy is now the trend or the trend of the year
0: DeFi is the big thing they sent the, send the, and that, that helps. Well, and and remember, that's I think they're the going to
1: remain number two. the idea of the young Wunderkind founder, yes. yep. the genius yeah. that we could all look to, who did all the work himself. No one else helped him. He, this all came from one man, the one genius. Well, I,
3: that that was an archetype already in Silicon Valley after Mark Zuckerberg and many others.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and and, and they wanted to, fail, to right? Well, and the they Uber wanted Uber to going up, I mean, no, no. These, uh, going up and down. I mean, these work going up and down. I mean, these singular genius inventors giving them all the money up front expecting yeah. profits I, I, later. In, in
3: that way steve jobs has uh, served as a very bad example for everybody else because everyone's looking for the next steve jobs yeah. when in fact he's like once in a generation kind of person there are yeah, a lot
0: of people of that of can jerk. Jerk.
1: yeah kind yeah. of a jerk
3: well you said that
0: archetype was uh set in silicon valley and you're absolutely correct and because of that those people in Silicon Valley, they love, uh, they love uh, the town and I yeah. think that's why Ethereum is going to be able to stay it's a what release. it is. Religious thing, they're yeah. set up to believe John the Baptist is the one, and John the Baptist showed up, and they're like, hey, good because to go, eh? Bitcoin does not have that figure. So next one down is Ethereum. They have that guy. They will stay number two. I don't care what gimmick they come up with next. I, I really, they, they're loved by they're loved by a lot of smart
3: people from Silicon Valley for some reason. Well, well again, Silicon Valley people, especially VCs, they they too. Use rationality as a way to
1: rationalize what they want to believe and they're rather trying than trying to avoid risk, right? They're like the guys that make the movies sequels, remakes, comic book movies, less risk. No, well, so they, they want a risk sequel. in a, in a good way, a, though. Well, they want good they, risk, they want they, exposure to Yeah, so upside.
3: they what they um, there was a really good tweet uh, a little bit ago about like how what Silicon Valley uh, VCs think they're doing, which is. They they're really really they think they're really really good at finding undervalued companies, and they really think that uh, they're they're extremely good at identifying new trends or something like that. When in fact, what they're actually doing is piling onto other ones that other people have found, or paying way too much for projects in order to get in on a deal. So uh, that's I think a much bigger uh, like they want to believe themselves to be smart. So they they they. Are forced to believe. Okay, I, I see something about Ethereum. I, like, and, and these are really smart people. That's the thing is, is they, but they're using their rationality in kind of this weird way uh, of justifying what they want to believe rather than to seek out the truth. And again, this is what got me in the conversation is, you know that that's the basis of uh, that has to be the basis of your belief if you want to have success. I think in any other world that that just it's it's a path to destruction right
2: there's probably an element of uh, putting their money into ethereum based projects and uh-huh. kind of doing their research uh-huh. and being like oh you know well okay, i'm gonna i'm gonna make this my investment in ethereum work while uh-huh. leaving it even more and you know pr- defining my own logic as to why it will
3: work yeah, this happens a lot in academia, actually. Like uh, a lot of people, like wh- after they publish a paper, there'll be rebuttals, right? Like it's like, oh, you're wrong about this, this, and this, and they use all of their creativity to defend uh, themselves on why why their critics were actually wrong, right? You see a lot of writers do the same thing as well, and it that's again using your rationality to justify what you want to believe, which is that you are correct, rather than seeking out the actual truth. And and this is uh, this is a very difficult virtue, guys. And um, the hum- human nature tends to want to, like, believe certain things. And you uh, you let what your dreams are control what you believe about reality. And yeah. that's that's I could believe I can fly, but that's not going to make me
1: fly. right? And it, it feels good to believe things. People like yeah. that. Yeah. Remember, Socrates said, the truth is knowing that you know nothing, <laughs> but that was not at all satisfactory to anyone. And they later killed him for uh, polluting the minds of the youth of Athens. But knowing that you know nothing is not valuable. It doesn't feel good, but it is true. But believing in something, having a one thing and saying that's the truth, whether it's you know, any number of these rigid beliefs that people have, that's satisfying. Cause you know, you know, the truth.
3: Yeah. And, and believing that, you know, the truth, that you're right, that you're important, that you have some secret that other people don't have that, uh, that you're some in, in some way special is something that everyone craves. So in, in a sense, they're letting their emotional needs dictate their thoughts. And that's, that's not a good place to be in guys. And that, uh, yeah, I, I've got a question for the panel that's
0: somewhat related. Uh, we were just talking about DeFi, Ethereum, etc. Do you guys think the DeFi craze and pump will be bigger than the ICO one?
3: I think
1: it's dying already. You know? no, I'm afraid in general that all the altcoins are going to follow Bitcoin back up. So if Bitcoin makes a big move, all these other things make a big move regardless of what they are. Not because they're good yeah. or bad, but just because they're yeah, following the leader. People, yeah. Yeah. yeah, New money, then they make the money on Bitcoin, then they put it somewhere else.
0: Well, I'm, try- I'm trying to predict the next mania because I. that was the big one. ICO was the, the most ridiculous one during the uh, 2017 pump. And I think this DeFi thing might be the thing. So, I so, what, so what many can we people buy? are piling What in? are the
1: leaders in the early DeFi? Oh, I have no I I don't all know. We thank their the names, Lord. It
0: doesn't matter. Right I either. know people that can tell you about uh, it and stuff uh, I hear more. So
3: these are really complicated financial derivative products and most of them act in some way shape or form like a central central bank. Yeah. And they they use those tools so it's it's not an easy one for people to get into. You could right? throw money at it. You well, just, you could you can yeah, buy the easily. token usually, yeah. like MakerDAO. You can buy that token, and depending on like it sounds like we've PC gone pretty collect. far down from be your own bank to
1: be your own central bank.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's never wanted to
1: be one of those.
3: Well, that's what every altcoin is: is be your own central bank, be your own printer of money, or whatever. And <laughs> uh, and you know, Justin Sun being one of them. Yeah. Uh, the the whole idea though behind DeFi is complex derivative products. So you could bet on more or less anything. And, uh, and these are not secure (laughs) and they're, they're done in a way that's really complicated. So, I mean, you could, it'll be as popular as say, like options are now there are options traders, lots of them, but like the regular man on the street, they don't really get into options per se. They get into more stocks or something like that, that they can actually understand. Like, like futures, options, like derivative products off of those, you know, CDPs, and uh, you know, all, all kinds of. Those are way too complicated, and that that's why I think DeFi is not like it's. It's not that there um, there won't there wouldn't be a proliferation of them if there was demand. It's just too hard for people to understand. ICO was. Like, kind of like, oh, okay, you buy this token, number go up. Uh, you know, that, that was the idea. Like, with DeFi, it's like, well, you can lock up your Ethereum and then get a loan in dollars, and then you may be able to pay it back for cheaper when Ethereum goes up. So, like, the value prop is, like, really difficult to kind of explain. Uh, and I, I don't think uh, people will necessarily, like, that doesn't seem like an easy way to, like, for scammers, you need, like, an easy hook. Here's how you're gonna make money, right? Like, and I I don't think that exists Doc, with Dr. Ruzia is
1: gonna double your coins by November.
3: Yeah, I. This Done. is this is why like Richard Hart yeah. was so adamantly saying every single time that that he was on TV or, or, or any channel, they have they will risklessly make six hundred yeah. times their money in uh, one year, right? Like, because yeah. it it was that's the ultimate message that he wanted to get out, and yeah. that's what everyone wanted to believe in order for them to make money is, is that they will be a millionaire by next year. Cause they put like, you know, $200 in, in hex or something like that. And that, that's what they wanted to believe. And, and you know, the, it's, it's kind of sad, but it's how pi- people buy lottery tickets too. Right. It's like, you know, uh, by gambling, gambling. we're right here in
1: Las Vegas. Las yeah, Vegas. All the odds are clearly against you, but yet you gamble anyway. Yeah,
3: uh, yeah. And like, pe- everyone believes that they're really good at poker, even if they're not, right? Like, <laughs> this is this is what they want to believe, and therefore so, they. So we have the do.
1: poker tournament is coming up tonight. It's tomorrow. Tomorrow, Jimmy, will you be participating? No, I'm. I'm. I'm, uh, oh. I'm going back home you tonight. You're on the no, no, final no. no. I knocked out
3: Doug Polk. I came yeah. in like 13th. Yeah. That was go. it. Yeah. So that that was off the bucket list, but I still feel bad because it was Ace Jack. I had Ace Jack. He had Ace King suited, uh, and I still beat him.
1: Oh yeah, he's got a good hand there, Ace King suited. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow, wow yeah, then, so I was on the table, and I and I beat
2: him the first hand. I, I beat him, then the like, that, all down here. Yeah, he, he him way than
3: he. yeah. I, it was it was a fun tournament, but I I don't think I could justify spending like eight hours at a table.
1: God. And you were incredibly focused, too. I said You had the poker face. You're like locked in. That's
3: kind of my style of playing. And I think it comes from being an engineer. You just wait, 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 Ah, wait, wait. And ah, then ah. like you have like a moment of crisis Mm. where you have to make a move and then you do it and then you wait, 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 wait. It's uh, as they say, hours of boredom, seconds of terror. ah, Yeah,
1: I kept trying to get good cards. The good cards never came. I survived, though. I think I got to play with uh, Phil Lack and Jennifer Tilly for a little bit. That was pretty amazing. But uh, well, yeah, I was out. The, the out. thing
3: about poker, no cards, especially yeah. when the blinds are going up, like you're forced to make a move at a certain point. So it, you you
1: kind of... It got tighter and tighter and tighter. And yeah. soon I was out of space.
2: So. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah,
3: And if you get good cards, then you have to take advantage of it. So it, it gets to be this weird thing. So So
1: even though if you're not going to participate... Who's going to win? Who's your odds on favorite? We got Tone. I think Phil Lack, Jennifer Tilly, Doug Polk might be coming back. A lot of professional. I I would say one of
3: the uh, professional poker players because. Not Adam Meister, not the man out out of left field. I'm not playing.
1: So the thing about
3: Tone last year was he sucked out like five times. He should have been knocked out at like 50th left. but he. He he beat like 80-20 odds. There's 80, 20, 20. a lot, also a
1: lot of head hunting. I think people wanted to get you and Tone out. There's a bounty or stump system, so you well, could actually. You could... I, I had a decent amount of chips, and people kept cu-
3: going all in on me, where I was in the big blind, and it was like only a little bit more to call them. So I had to call with trash sometimes, yeah, yeah. and I beat. I, I sucked uh, out on those, so it was like okay, well I can't really do much, but sorry. Uh, but uh, I mean, it was just rational to do. Uh, yeah, I, I I like the game and I like the game theory aspect of it, and that's really I think the only way to play it. But yeah, it's it's one of those things. Kind of like I, I think the line I heard was uh, sex and poker. Everyone thinks they're good at it, but can't be the true. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do we got? What do we got on the agenda here? Well, th- it'll be great to see who wins the awards, though. Yeah, I will say yeah. that vote on so go to the, the, the website which is um oh yeah people vote on the it's on twitter if you go to unconfiscatable there's a there's voting that you can go and look at and you can you can just uh yeah just click those and then we'll count those well, yes yeah, so that party tonight. it's been
0: great like meeting all these people in person for real i mean it's uh it's, have you not done that well, I, there's some people I had, I'd never met uh, Juan Galt in person before. You and I really haven't, you were in Tel Aviv when uh-huh. I was in Tel Aviv, and I just, you, there were so many people watching you. I was outside and I just said, pound that like button. That's business. <laughs> so, so you knew I was there, but we've actually never met in person. We've okay. talked. Uh, yeah, nice yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There we but, go. but we were in the same area and everything. But I, I met this dude before, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, we got, oh, oh, yeah, we should get some uh, people. But no, it's been a pleasure. There are a lot of cool, true Bitcoiners here today. Really true. No, no. Here, here,
2: here you take my place. Take my uh, place.
0: Right. I'm, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to bring yeah. you a, a lovely lady of Bitcoin. You guys want to see her around. more than me.